Attention Pokemon players, you are listening to Triple P, the Pittsburgh Pokemon podcast. I am your host, Jake Abrams. Alongside, again, Nick Yurko, a.k.a. the Duke of Hobbies. How are we doing today, Nick? I'm all right, Jake. I'm all right. Actually, I'm, I'm, I got a uh, nice, pleasant surprise today. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, I managed to actually grab an Evolving Skies uh, pre-release kit. There we go. Sto- did yeah, you open so- it? I did. What did I get? did. I, now, did I didn't get? get a chance to post the photos of it, but I did get one uh, secret rare card out of it. I got the gold uh, truffle field. Nice. No, that's not a bad pull. Um, I actually did get a get a, um, a pre-release kit too. Um, nothing too crazy, but I did get a Vaporeon V. Um, it's a pretty sweet looking card. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know if it's going to be like super meta, um, I also got a Golark V, I'm, as I'm showing it to you guys. Oh, Golark, but, there you but go. You guys aren't going to be, I mean, it's obviously, it's I, only. I, but. I like Golark to be, to be honest with you, especially being single strike, but that's just a different discussion. Did, what, what was the, um, what was your pre-release kit cards uh, main uh, thing? Flaffy. Fla- same here. Flaffy yeah, I, th- I believe Flaffy is the more common one, so. I mean, I'm not going to um, complain because Flaffy is going to be important, I think, going forward. And I've already got a 4-4 four, uh, four, four set, so I'm there good you to go. go. <laughs> You're set? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so can't can't complain. But, yeah, you've been gone a little bit. How's uh, You were on vacation. How was uh, how was that? Oh, vacation was good. It was, you know, fun being uh, being able to hang out with family and everything. And then uh, – but now it's, uh, it's, been, it's been a long enough time. I need to get back into talking Pokemon. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, but Chuck but, did an amazing job while I was coming. Oh yeah, Chuck. Yeah. Chuck's amazing. He's he's you know a great friend of both of ours. Uh, he's mm-hmm. very knowledgeable and always been um, you know part of the gang. And I I love it whenever I have a chance to talk with Chuck. Um, you know, and can't say enough good things about him. Um, there, there's a reason we chant his name every week, um, <laughs> no matter what, <laughs> at, at the LGS. So no, it's pretty good there. Um, but as far as me, to, uh, the last couple of days, I've been playing a lot of tournaments on PTCGO because I've been behind on trying to hoard my coins. Um, so what better way to get a bunch of coins really fast than play Perfect. in a bunch of tournaments? Um, over the last like two days, I've played 10 tournaments. I think I finished first in seven of them and second nice. in two of them. One of them I scrubbed out. But I was like, oh, if it's just Players Cup, I would already be way above. <laughs> uh, but but getting a lot of coins, getting getting closer to the max out point for whenever Evolving Skies comes out. Because obviously the name of the game is to get as many packs as you can at first online. So you can you know, pull all those cards you need to compete yeah. um, in all those, uh, those IRL uh, competitions. Yeah, yeah, no, that's why it's, uh, uh, I, I've been working my way through, uh, and I'll explain how I've been doing that after we get a little further into the, uh, uh today's episode, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, pretty darn, uh, been pretty darn successful myself and just grinding through the ladder, getting through what the, the prices are there and mm-hmm. pretty happy with the, what they've been giving out on the ladder too. So, oh yeah, um, yeah. Dragapult, yeah. can't complain about Dragapult. Yeah, you know what was funny is it did the the V and then the, the V Max. I think yeah. that's the first, right? Like they've never done. Yeah, the, usually. The, well, normally they, you get two of the same. Well, since then, they transitioned to V cards, or we're right. just going to call it, it was Zamazenta and Zashian respective. Uh, so they're starting to go into right. you know, the the evolutions, but we'll see what continues to go on. But you no, know, Pokemon hooking us up with some good cards. Mm-hmm. 
But All I think right. that's enough about us. Uh, we have a guest today. We've had him on as a bonus episode in the past, I believe. A couple um, episodes now. Yeah, yeah. So um, one of my best friends, I get to see him almost every day because I work with him. <laughs> uh, but a really great community member. And obviously, he's just uh, in the last year plus, his game has gone from zero to 100 real, real quick, uh, really, really quickly. And I'm, I'm sorry if I put your last name. I don't think I've ever actually read it. And I haven't even asked you about beforehand, but we've got Ryan Vedjanovich. It's close. Eugenovich. Eugenovich, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not too bad, but welcome back to the cast, my friend. How have you been? It's been a while since you've been on, but how have you been? I've been peachy, guys. <laughs> You've been peachy. That's awesome. So anything Pokemon related of note um, since, uh, you know, the team challenges? Uh, other than just killing it at locals, mm-hmm. uh, it's, <laughs> it's, been, it's been an experience. Oh, for sure. Like every week, it seems like you're either first, second or third. Always in that running, you're at least 3-1 most, most every week. Sometimes 3-1's enough to get you over there. Sometimes it's not. Um, always feel like it's between me you and and two other people that usually try to compete for that top spot um and and the great thing is though even the people that would be quote unquote um you know are still newer um are are starting to kind of learn from us and Mm -hmm. and making it more difficult and it's always getting more packed towards the top which is always a good thing to see it's always great when someone listens to you and they're like oh yeah that was a great idea to do that won me a game i'm like oh yeah that's that's what you get for putting tool scrapper in your ice rider list so that (laughs) people just don't screw you over with tools right right right. yeah no that's why uh, like i said it's partially because of ryan i'm being i'm seeing a lot of success online myself Mm -hmm. uh you know because of the hard work you've been putting in so i've i take a lot of ryan's advice uh direct to heart and you know practice from there and evolve my decks from there and it's been super successful for me but you know we uh you know, yeah, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get into, we'll get into that. We'll we're going to get into that. that. I keep previewing it because yeah, it's, we, it's we, been so we, much no fun. Spoilers, but we, no got, we got, we got, we got to dive into preview. some other stuff here beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. So first and foremost, uh, a lot of people have already gotten pre-releases. Um, I know our, our official non-official pre-release is coming up this coming up weekend. Um, Ooh, yeah. But mm-hmm. a lot of people have already got their cards and, and try you know get the those those booster box what what card I, I guess this is a question for both of us but ryan you can start we're all three of us but ryan start start us off here with um what card or cards um are you most excited to either pull for your collection and or um for meta relevancy uh, for just my collection in general i'm looking at any rayquaza mm. i think rayquaza is a really cool pokemon gen 3 you know the alt game box legendary mm-hmm. it's one of the coolest pokemon ever ah phew. yeah gen 4 is my favorite but gen 3 got a good place in my heart too and then rayquaza yeah. is a rayquaza was the, definitely the top of all those dogs in there yeah so if i could get an alt art rayquaza v or v max i would i'd be like okay i'm done with this set That's it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. all i needed no evolutions for you you're just like all about ray ray uh leafy on v max or V alt art would also be nice because that's my favorite evolution. But other than yeah, yeah. that's, there's, that's there's an interesting two. one. There's two. There yeah. you go. All yeah. right. How about yourself, Nick? Um, I mean, I I really want the baby birds, all all of them. Like I, I want a four four of all the all the birds, even though I like I just think they're one 
from a collector's standpoint, really neat cards uh, completely themselves. But I, I feel like their abilities, that charge ability is just really good for a lot of decks. Um, you know, we, you know, you got, you got fighting, you got darkness and you got uh, psychic and it just all fits in with so many variations and they all can pump up and be quick and accelerate your hand. So I, I, I look forward to those a lot. I really do. Okay, so as far as just uh, you, so you're saying that's more for meta. Any any uh, big I actually, pulls, I put it, something I put that it, you really really want? I, I mean, maybe any of the EV evolution ones. Uh, you know, just just I, I I I like some of them, but nothing nothing stand out for me in terms of just like you know because they took out my swampert. That's why they took out my <laughs> swampert, and I'm a little upset. It was one of those nineties in the cut. Uh, Ryan told me actually funny enough Ryan told me that and I was just like no I Ryan probably's like me. do you want me to ruin your day or do you <laughs> yeah, want he me did. He said it. <laughs> he's he like I know it. you're gonna be upset Nick I was like what are you talking about <laughs> yeah, like, oh, no. and I was yeah so he, and he took that personally yeah, I did sure. <laughs> so I'm but, pulling uh, up one of my pulls here he's saying he wants that Moltres I got one too nice, I, I, nice, I nice. got I got one of actually got one of each already nice yeah uh, so for me i think collector wise i want the alt art umbreons uh it doesn't matter if it's the v or v max those cards are pretty um so i think that as a collector for sure i want those um as far as meta relevancy um Rayquaza, obviously but if i had to pick something that wasn't Rayquaza, um that alt Raihan or the full art uh Raihan, uh mm-hmm. supporter mm-hmm. card it's it's really pretty <laughs> yeah yeah that's 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 a that's a cool card i mean I, I think the supporters got a lot of love this time around too um you know i, I pretty much like all the sword and shield uh have had really cool full art supporter cards mm-hmm. i think that full art copycat's gonna be good yeah <laughs> and full art zinnia's resolve there's but... gonna be some expensive cards yeah all for right sure. So let's go in. We haven't done it in a little while since I've been out, but I gotta, I gotta ask you guys some trivia. Let's this do it. A, I can't, I can't wait. I'm trying I'm to going, get good I'm, at trivia. I'm pulling on uh, now. I am. I'm staying within Sword Shield with this one. There's a stage two Flygon here. Okay, mm-hmm. it has the ability Labyrinth of Sand. Can a Pokemon with Hiding Energy retreat when? Flygon with Labyrinth of Sand from Darkness Ablaze is in the active spot. Um, so I believe the ability reads to, to the effect that you cannot retreat. Um, and, hi- and the Hiding Dark gives you free retreat, but it does not mean that you're allowed to retreat. So I would say no, you are not allowed to. I'm going to say no, because I, I agree with Jake that it does say something along those lines that your opponent can't retreat, but I think there's a condition to it. Something that says like there has to be like a stadium down. Yeah. I don't remember the exact wording, but I'm pretty sure it says you, um, it doesn't allow them to use retreat. Now you can switch, um, but that's not the question. The question is, can you retreat with the hiding dark and the hiding dark just reduces your, your retreat to zero. Right. But it, that doesn't mean that you're allowed to retreat in my eyes. So well, I'm, okay. I'm sticking with it. 
I, I picked this one and you both are correct. It's just, this was a simpler one. Like, honestly, if you remembered what Labyrinth of Sand does, which, which as you said, as long as the Pokemon is in the active spot, you're, as long as this Pokemon is in the active spot, your opponent's active Pokemon can't retreat. So that you, again, even with hiding dark energy, you cannot just freely retreat because it's retreating and Flygon is stopping that with its ability. Um, I, I, I always, I like asking these and I like when, especially when talking to newer players is like, this is a good example of a card that just read it, just take the second to read the card mm-hmm. and you, it goes a long way. And that's part of the reason that's why kind we're doing of these- how I had this thought process. I, now I wasn't reading it, but I was like, just kind of thinking it out as I was answering it. Right. And I think that's kind of the mindset you want to have. Right. Um, going forward or any, anytime you're, you're talking about, um, anything in in um in in the game of pokemon right Some gym yeah. leader challenge oh, my, and i do my, i do want to say process. i want to do i do want to say this is my first correct answer so boom there you go <laughs> nice job. Boom. Hey, hey you know there's always that step towards the getting you know as you as you pay more attention like again these are these are some of these cards that are like come out of nowhere you might see it and like if you're playing against your opponent and you're like I don't remember seeing that. Just ask to see that card. Make sure you actually pay attention to read that card. Cause sometimes I, you know, again, with newer players, even younger players, they just make that assumption. And that's, that's a whole game sometimes. So simple as ability, something that probably won't see play is this ability. The important thing was to review and remind yourself before jumping to conclusion. So I like the process you went, you both went through for it. So I'll give you an A pluses on that. all right so i have a question i have a question for (laughs) both of you guys not actually pokemon related um and ryan's already kind of got a preview at work we have a lot of random questions and and any of my close friends definitely know i do like to ask random questions from time to time um (laughs) (laughs) and i'll let ryan answer this since he has a preview but although he's he's kind of struggled with it um we're gonna we're gonna narrow it down to one but um so this is kind of the question. So if you were both an action figure, what would be your catchphrase? And for one, and then two, what would be your accessory? <laughs> I narrowed it down from five catchphrases to one. So just be okay. thankful. Wait, how many superheroes you know have no, a, have no, no, five no, catchphrases? No, any, any any like random like superhero toy or or action figure. Usually, like there's a snake they, they, in my they, boot. exactly. So you know, Woody has like five different sayings. We'll stick it to one, just to make it easier on you guys. But uh, let's go for Ryan. Uh, oh. what, what would yours be? No, it, it's peachy. <laughs> you just do say peachy. that. You say that every single day. Yeah. And what that, would your accessory be? A giant peach hat. Oh my god! Get out! <laughs> just get out! <laughs> That's what I wear oh. on my head. It's just a giant peach hat. When I get into a fight and I get that like scruffy look, it gets like it gets like a part of it. I looks like it has a bite taken out of it. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, Jake, right, if Nick. you don't if you don't know what mine would be, I, I'm a little ashamed uh, <laughs> because it's it's pretty obvious. Uh, yeah, there's just some technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> That's very, very that true. would be my catchphrase and i would probably just have like a bunch of cables all around me trying to figure out which one just extension what, cords wrapped yeah, up ex- and then you're just holding them <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you have to have a you, your uh 
your, your definite like cutscene thing has to be like the Eric Andre show. Like we'll be right back. Yeah. That pretty much sums me up there. So yeah, there we go. There we go. I, I, a little off topic, but I definitely wanted to ask On, you guys, cause I thought that was a pretty funny question uh, that came up. So. All right. Well, with those fun random questions for the day, uh, let's jump over to the Whimsy Watch. Hello and welcome to another Whimsy Watch, the program where we take a quick look at our evolving meta. Okay, so be that I called the meta last week with my team up to Chilling Rain tier list, there's nothing left to talk about, right? No new meta news. Shadow Rider is still just chugging along. Well, that's wrong. Urshifu and Ice Rider heard my tier list and came for Shadow Rider's head. Both topped them in decks played this week, and both of these decks also took home tournament victories. Now, don't start freaking out that Chatter Rider still picked up some wins and had a good portion of the meta. Still there. Didn't go away. It might just have had a little tougher go this week. People know the matchup now, and I also saw a rise in Dark Box play. So, there's more counters to it in the meta. Dark Box is a savvy meta call at the moment, having an abundance of dark attackers to obviously hit weakness on Shadow Rider Calyrex. But it also uses Mewtwo and Mew Tag Team GX, which just so happens to hit for weakness on Urshifu. So having favorable attackers in two of the top three meta decks sets it up to be able to perform pretty nicely. Definitely a savvy call at the moment. Now. We also had another tournament run by Pokemon this weekend. The 25th Anniversary Invitational went down over the weekend, and Alex Shemansky proved victorious yet again with his Rapid Strike Urshifu deck, becoming the champion of champions. Winning gave him the courtesy of fighting Pokemon's final boss in the form of 2004 world champion Sugiyoshi Yamoto, which proved skills don't go away with age, taking down Alex in a thrilling exhibition match. This was a fun event to watch with some excellent games played and a lot of fun matches. Alright, that's going to go ahead and do it for this week's watch. I'll talk to you all next week. Now back to the cast. Alright, thank you Chuck. Great job as always my friend. Alright, so after that, uh, let's jump into the news for the week. Um, the news was a little bit light. Um, as far as like uh, anything meta relevant. Uh, but there were a few kind of cool tidbits there along the way this last week. Um, the first being that uh, for the Pokemon's 25th anniversary, they were giving away free quick balls, golden quick balls on PTCGO. Um, I believe they already ran out. So we're not going to be giving yep. the codes uh, away at this point. Uh, I was lucky enough to snag up my, uh, my quick ball. I don't know about you two. Oh yeah, I got mine. Oh yeah, I was I, as soon as it went up, I was I was already there by a oh, pure yeah. accident. Oh well, hey, sometimes it's better to be lucky than good, right? <laughs> right. That's right. So I want to I want to side tangent on that. Like, if anybody knows me, um, I am all about the bling, especially on PTCGO, and I've already had a full set, um, but this put me to the fifth one, right? So I had a trade locked one that I ended up just trading on the on the ladder for or on the trade block for a bunch of packs that i ended up turning into four golden um fog crystals and one gold escape rope and had packs to spare 
So my Shadow Rider deck completely blinked now. Oh my! Now you got to fork out the packs for those alt arts. Ah, I'm cool with the I'm cool with the the full art. Uh, oh come on, you need the bling, the bling, we'll the bling. See, we'll we'll see after Evolving Skies how many packs it took me to get what I needed. <laughs> uh, and then i'll start going to the bling um, but i also have to have plenty of packs for um you know streaming and for the giveaways because actually this is a little side tangent it's kind of newsworthy but uh um, whenever i do stream on fridays i've been doing this kind of um well we're doing regular regular raffles but whoever gets the most amount of raffle wins at the end of a stream will get the card of the day so i've been giving out i've already given out a Galarian Moltres and a Cramorant V. So there's always going to be some cool card that I'll be giving out um, for extra incentive uh, for and, that as well. And I'll mention because it seems to weirdly happen if I'm on there and I'm on watching you stream, Jake, and I keep winning packs, I choose to always represent someone else. <laughs> so if, if you want a better chance and you see me in the chat, hit me up and I'll be like, cool, I'm representing so and so today yeah. for the pack pulls because I don't know You're how many times. <laughs> I don't how many what what was that what four in a row for me that day yeah you won four in a row and then you ended up winning the stream <laughs> but because you weren't there the whole time somebody was tied with you so i gave it to them yeah that was the right call <laughs> <laughs> it's incentive to stay on yes uh but moving on there was um some more cards that were kind of uh previewed in the 25th anniversary set and i think the the biggest supporter that everybody's been uh, talking about, either the four or even just the standard, is Professor's Oaks. Uh, Professor Oaks. Um, both versions of that card is it's so beautiful, and I think that is going to be my professor or professor's research of choice. I don't know about you guys. Uh, you know, you know, I might stick with my junipers. Yeah, I'm not really expensive. That's fine. I, I just have it. I have professor's research. You know me. I'm more about. I have the card. It does the same ability. I'm good with that. Yeah, you you, you can you can stick with your magnolia, standard what magnolia. What I like is me. it's probably going to drive down the price of professor magnolia, and I can be happy about that. Get your full art <laughs> magnolias while you get them. That's right. I'll be down to like five packs a piece, and I'll be like, praise the sun. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> all right so um one last kind of thing uh, like we kind of already touched on pre uh building battle kits were already kind of out last weekend uh, a lot of people have already kind of already interacted with this so it's a little bit of late news just kind of the way we've uh, you know where the news landed and where our podcast lands but we had the uh four promos for the evolving skies in the in the building battle boxes um and we got the flaffy and then all three of the baby birds mm-hmm um, so I think those are all really good, um, really good support cards for any specific or not for every deck, but definitely in their in their niche. Um, so the, all of those cards are definitely worth um, trying to pick up for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I like I said the, when we were talking earlier about pull cards and stuff, like those are the the bird versions uh, in the pre-release. Those are sick. Those are really neat looking cards. I'm actually uh very i think those are one of my coolest the, the coolest looking cards right now in my personal opinion i i really like the artwork for them yeah i need that zapdos i right right <laughs> that is a cool zapdos it's just running it's furious <laughs> all right so did you guys see there were two other cards in the 21st anniversary uh 
a set that was spoiled. I don't know if this was actually official news, but somebody did post pictures of the new Zamazenta V and the Zacian V. Did you guys happen to see what those guys do? Yeah, I saw what they do. I'm kind of underwhelmed by them. Yeah, originally I was a little bit hyped on Zacian, but I misread it. Um, I saw you were hyped on him. I was hyped I was on like, it, and I misread it, right and, idea. Now, and now I'm not so much. Um, so the card, I, it's forgive me, I'm trying to read this in a very blurry, but once during your turn, you may search your deck for a psychic energy card and attach it to one of your Pokemon, then shuffle your deck. If you use this ability, your turn ends. Um, so that in its own is okay right um it's it's i think alcremi is better for that but it's it's better because it can go turn one before you attack or so it doesn't count as an attack so in that situation it's good and it kind of gets you off and running but overall i think i would rather just use shadow rider um yeah the underworld door yep. um and this is what i i misread so for three colorless um we got storm slash 60 plus um this this attack does 30 damage or 30 more damage for each energy attached uh attached to so, this pokemon correct yeah so doesn't seem too good so if you just charge them up to three it's it's really only doing what 100 150 or so or 120 yeah. um do you really want to put a a a, a lot of energies on him probably not because he's 220 hp um so liability. yeah i think he's liability i think I think when you have that many energies um, into one Pokemon, that's that easily knocked out. It's kind of funny that we're saying 220 HP is not a lot of HP. <laughs> hey, Zacian's uh, still in the format. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. Blue Steel. Right. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's that's the thing, though, right? You can run this with Rusted Sword. Yes, actually, you can. You can run it with Rusted Sword. Right. It is so you hit v. for a lot more with it. Uh, and that's where I that's why I was I was still one of the proponents of like if you don't want to run an Alcremi line, you could technically run this. Is it I, do so I think yeah Alcremi just takes things a little bit better better. So I that's agree. The thing. I agree. But this is a two prizer versus a three prizer and this is up. true. It, but I think it, again again it's all gonna come down to how much do you want to set it up? How much do you want to put into it? And how do you want to build that deck and how things go? Because like yeah. you said, I was I misread it too first time I threw it. I thought it was, you know, Bolton ability with it was based <laughs> on how much psychic would in total was in there. Yeah. And but it is only on this Pokemon. I mean, I'll test it, but I don't think he's gonna find it his way into my final uh psychic right. version right. of any decks. Right. I think it I think it'll it'll be very it'll be very much dependent on how things go. Yeah, and then as far as the Zamazenta, um, Growl of the Shield, all of your Psychic, or I'm sorry, all of your fighting Pokemon take 20 less damage from attacks from your opponent's uh, Pokemon V Max. Um, you can't I apply heard... more than one of these abilities per turn. I think that's pretty underwhelming. Yeah, I heard two conditionals in that, and that makes me go bad. Yeah, it has exactly. to be right. a fighting Pokemon, which is something you can build your deck around. Mm -hmm. um and then you have so you have control over that part but if your opponent is not playing a pokemon v max you don't have any control over that yeah so uh, a lot of there's gonna be a lot of v max out there so not sure how much that's gonna really help plus but... it's also inteleon time baby yeah. you really <laughs> can't expect 20 damage to make a difference 
I agree. Whenever <laughs> you have Italians that are sniping, they get scoop up netted. They get put back down onto a drizzle that that was sitting on your bench already, and they can just shoot again. It's like, okay, guess I'll just <laughs> yeah. die. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I will say though, both these cards, their art is pretty sick. I mean, yeah. for the collection, they're kind of a must, right? Yes, for the collection, yeah. I agree. Yeah, if you're going collection route, yeah. But yeah, okay, I think that's enough about the news. There's not a whole lot, like, like I said, this week. Um, but those yeah. are definitely some points to definitely talk about a little bit better than last week, I guess. Yeah, there, real quick, I did see I did see that there, there was a gold Pikachu's 25th anniversary set, kind of some, like the Ultra Premium Collection coming out. Uh, similar to the Zambazetta's uh, Zashian one that we saw, but like it's all gold. So uh, th that's some really cool stuff there too. But, you know, again, if you're going collection route, uh, keep your eye out for that one. That's going to be, that's going to be a pretty tough one to find, I bet. I think it counts crying in advance. It's already <laughs> crying with the evolving skies. True. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everyone, this is uh, Duke coming from the future here with an announcement from Sleepy Dreepy. Uh, he is doing an event on September 3rd, the Battle for Leukemia Charity uh, is a POG format for uh, to raise money for charity 100% of the proceeds go to the Leukemia Research Foundation it's a personal story for him uh, and we I know that many other players and uh, fans of Pokemon do get involved you know have experiences with other forms of cancer too so this goes a long way uh, you know it's personal for a lot of members and um, it's all for a good cause so if you can join please enter into this fun tournament to raise money it's only two dollars to enter in uh, but if you can do more donate more donate what you can that'd be great uh, or you can volunteer too he's looking for help uh, to run the event so you know uh, we're, we'll try and do what we can here at Triple P and uh, all the links will be in the show notes too so check those out uh, just wanted again the battle for leukemia is a real battle uh but let's have some fun and raise some good money in, in pokemon thank you all right let's, let's jump on to our meat of the conversation the reason we had you on here um like i said you you're a huge you know part of our community here locally um and, and part of the triple p community and try and our mission and as a podcast is, is to grow with with our you know with our listeners uh, and players and just kind of you know get better at the game of pokemon and that's you know mm -hmm. all of us individually and, and just our group in general um and you've really kind of ramped that up ryan like uh lately with our roundtable discussions here on our discord that we have every single wednesday um at five o'clock um five o'clock p.m eastern standard time um so i want to just kind of first and foremost um kind of let you have the floor of what your, you know, your initial goals were with this and kind of your motivation to start this. Okay. This is great. This has been my passion for the last six ish weeks. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been really enjoying doing this. So the goal of the round table discussions is to give players who either don't have the time to deck test. Um, they might players might neck that might net deck but they don't really understand a lot about the cards so we mm -hmm. want to give them perspectives of people who do know the decks so i'm gonna shout out to our uh local colton 
who knows Eternatus, who helped us out a lot in the first round table, and another yep. shout out to Zoro Dad, who helped us out as well. Both of them are extremely talented and extremely skilled at playing Eternatus, and those guys helped yes. out a ton because yeah. they gave insight to a lot of people who did not know how to play Eternatus very well as to why each card is in the deck. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's very good for a lot of people in our community to understand is why why why, why do they run four switching options? Mm-hmm. You know, why why does the Weavile list run differently than the scoop up lists? Or not, it's not even scoop up, just straight list. So looking at those and talking to those guys really gives them a lot of insight. Yeah. From players that spe- that specify in a certain deck. Yeah. And that's that that gives them confidence taking a list that those guys make and those guys run and those guys test. And they can go into a game and be successful. And that's one of the main goals is to take people that don't know how to use a list and let them be and have them be successful after the whole discussion. No, I agree. And and being a part of uh, the majority of these um you kind of keep us on track um trying to you know let us tangent too much and we're just kind of focused on at least whenever i was there it was like that main 60 and then potential tech tech cards and why you would play it in any given meta or why you wouldn't play it in any given meta and then just having healthy discussion back and forth um when one people or one person might say this card is you know a must and then the other one's like i completely disagree and this and kind of like have that back and forth um, to give, you know, everybody in the room a kind of an educated, um, you know, have an educated decision on what they decide is right for them in any given deck. And you were saying Eternatus, and yeah, those two guys are um, great when it comes to Eternatus and other decks. I'm not saying they're limited to that, but um, just being able to just talk about other decks um, and what makes those decks tick um, has been very helpful for for me and, and for the community at large. Yeah, no, I I say the same because I've, like I said, I've really enjoyed them. And I, even if I missed it, the summary setup you have of the images of like the decks from Poke Gear and everything like that, uh, they go such a long way because honestly, I can, you know, I, I like, I, I'm a player who's, you know, I view it as like, I'm now been playing and I can look at a deck and be like, oh, I, okay, I get it. I get what's going on here. And I just immediately start swinging in with it. And, I just immediately see success and the, the reasoning, you know, and if you're there for the reasoning, Oh my goodness, it's so much more enjoyable that way too. Cause it's such a really cool discussion with the players, the veteran players, the newer players, the players who have the time for that deck versus players who are, you know, are veteran players and they don't have the time for that deck, like you said, and, or don't have those cards. And then it's like, okay, I'm going to go get them and then I'll play with it. And then it's just like, I, I've seen so much success with each of the round tables. So far. Yep, oh, we've had, sure. uh, we've had our kinks. Uh, there's been um, uh, requests and things that people want to see better, which is the stuff that I'm, it, it, that, that's something that I love hearing is these critiques, mm-hmm. not, not just critiques. Uh, your voice sucks, <laughs> but it's, positive critiques that i can build off of and stuff stuff like oh i couldn't make it to the roundtable discussion is there a way that i can tell what we discussed oh now i'm now i'm doing transcripts for pretty much the entire uh discussion so i'm sitting there typing away while everyone's talking and then mediating it so that everyone's staying on track and making sure everyone's uh 
going forward. And that's been one of the biggest things lately that I've been excited about is to just throw the transcript up -hmm. there and say, Mm -hmm. oh, well, you know, not only did we make a deck, not only did we make a tier list, not only did we um, go over matchups, but we have a transcript. So if you didn't make it, you don't feel like you missed out. You're like, okay, well, I generally get what went on. You know, if you're looking at, oh, well, how does Cheryl fit into this deck? Well, if it's not in the transcript, sorry, we didn't talk about it. No one thought about it. <laughs> so no, and it's funny, like Cheryl, you brought up Cheryl, um, which there's a lot of builds that have a version with her and without her. And there's very valid reasons um, to either or. Um, right. So in those transcripts, uh, you break it down really well. Um, and I want to give a shout out to Jake Gearhart, who we had on last week, um, you know, creator of the Poke Gears. And we use that uh, every week while we're doing that. So it, it's made it so easy for Ryan just to, uh, you know, jump in and kind of break those lists down. Um, but going for it, I mean, I know we've talked a few decks um, throughout the time. We've talked uh, what uh, both horses. We've talked um, the Eternatus, like you said, the Luke Metal. Um, but last week, unfortunately, I wasn't being able, or wasn't able to be there. But we did talk about kind of just meta game in the in general, um, mm-hmm. talking about um, you know evolving skies and the impact that will have. Any any insight or like quick overviews that you uh, that you have note for that? Um, a lot of p. Um, so we initially thought the Rayquaza was not going to be good, but then we were reevaluating it, mm-hmm. and we're like, okay, well, we made a tier list. We threw Rayquaza in uh, B tier. Our tier list was S, A, B, and then Rogue and Binder Fodder. Mm. So there was a lot. I, I put in some stuff that I thought could be Rogue, and we were just discussing, oh, it's just going to be Binder Fodder. So there was a ton of Binder Fodder in there, mm-hmm. like oh, Trevin sure. at Max. So we discussed a lot of decks like that. We discussed a lot of decks that are losing cards, and we saw a lot of decks that are just going down in the tier list because of their cards that they're losing Mm -hmm, and they're not gaining a lot of support in evolving skies. Um, One in particular that we thought was pretty significant was rapid strike Malamar being very, being very rogue. I would, I would, well, I would tend to agree just because we have our, our shadow rider V. Uh, (laughs) Yes. The shadow rider V I forget the attack off the top of my head. Uh, but that just kind of shuts them down. Does 50 damage to two Pokemon. It's it's as close of an auto win as you could have. Is that that matchup specifically? And regardless of you know where we're sitting, I think Shadow Rider is going to be one of those decks that you're still going to see quite frequently. And if you're going to see that deck, and it's an auto loser, um, also it doesn't do good against uh, you know. Uh, Rap Strikers as well, just because it's able. Oh yeah, uh, the big to, menace. The big one, menace, and we'll go. We'll go into that. But uh, well, oh, yeah. one thing I wanted to say real quick is just the fact that with the way you guys did it too it was was cl- very clever in what you were putting. Like you know, most people are like, oh, we're just going to rank, and. You know, I, I came in a little bit late and I missed that initial understanding of it. And then when we talked later, you know, about how you were actually categorizing things, it like it, everything clicked after that. And I was like, oh, because like the the categories, like, you know, you have this S and A and a B and then Rogue and bind, bind, Binder Father. But like, you know, I think like, you know, Steve said it best at one point, like what Rogue really means, because it's, you know, it's not like, you know, like, you know, some people like for me, like I was like, ah. Oh, malamar should be a b and 
And it was like, no, 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 based on our definition, this is why it fits in here. And it was like, oh, that's that's really clever. You know, like, that's why I think I think like a lot of people, like when they see like, oh, we're going to do like a tier ranking of this. There was a lot of thought put into this and it became a very not not just heated, but like very, really passionate discussion about certain topics too uh, on, on certain decks. So I think that was like one of my favorite roundtables to jump into. And even when I was just able to listen to it, um, you know, that was just it was really good. I agree. Yeah, we had a lot of discussion on where things go. And mm -hmm. once we got done putting everything in their place, we went back and said, okay, well, what do you guys think about the list? How do you guys think? Is there anything you guys want to discuss? Is there stuff that should be uh, talked about again? Should we bring up any decks? And Rayquaza was the first one we brought up. We decided mm -hmm. uh, Rayquaza, Rayquaza feels <clears throat> like it should be an A tier instead of B because – it feels very it's it feels it feels like it plays very similarly but different to Eternatus in the way that it wants to stack its energy to be able to do to be able to take knockouts. It wants to rely on bench Pokemon being flaffy, whereas that Eternatus wants to just fill up its bench to do the damage. Uh, it has some dependent draw engine, like um, Eternatus has Crobat. And this deck, Rayquaza, has the Rayquazas to be able to draw. Mm -hmm. um, they have their draw supporters. They have... Uh, Eternatus doesn't really have a useful supporter like uh, Roses for Eternatus. Mm -hmm. But it, it feels like if you get it up and running, it's good. Like Eternatus. Yeah, but from the you test break, scene, you uh, it, it, yeah, it, it could, it's a very bricky deck, but whenever it does work, it seems like it right. is one of those decks can steamroll over things more than most can. Uh, right, it's, it's the get the ball rolling kind of thing. Um, mm -hmm. You know, yeah, it, like it, that was kind of how we all viewed Eternatus when it first came out and even still now, like you said, so. Yeah, so uh, moving forward, I did want to ask you as far as like any given deck, the deck of the week, um, we are talking about, you know, the the optimal sixty uh, for the metagame and, and potential, um, you know, text to put in there. Uh, are we talking anything else? Are we talking kind of like matchup spread, what it does good against, what it doesn't uh, do good against, and anything like that? Yeah, that was one of our recent uh, additions when we did. I believe it was Luke Mel. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Luke Mel, we started doing matchups. Mm -hmm. So we just started stating. Uh, how it fared in each matchup. Uh, let me see my transcripts. I tell you exactly how we. Yeah, that's why I like my transcripts. Oh yeah, <laughs> I can say um, I can say for certain though, for especially for newer players, and I've had a couple of our locals uh, reach out to me uh, saying, you know, it's very helpful to know why uh, this card works or why this card this matchup is is a good matchup or a bad matchup, and what you right. can do and, and can't do. Um, what you're looking to for your outs. So um, it's very positive uh, overall. Just a, one for to talk it out as a more experienced player. And then two, um, for, for any anybody that's newer um, that wants to know why each deck is, you know, what makes it tick as far as like cards and or um, meta matchups. Um, it's always very helpful to know why um, to give that insight. Yeah, we did it. Our first matchups were with Rapid Strike, or not Rapid Strike, were with Shatter Rider VMAX. Hmm. And we were just going through 
uh, how well this deck performs against a certain deck and giving it on a one to ten level, seeing where where that lands. And a lot mm-hmm. of there was a lot of discussion on, you know, in does Shatter how does Shatter Rider do against Eternatus? How does Shatter Rider do against Rapid Strike Urshifu? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How does Shatter Rider do against Tornadus? Because that was a thing when we were talking about this. How does it do against Luke Mel? Uh, how does it do against Decidueye with Tex and without Tex. Mm-hmm. So if they're Phoebe Pow padding, yeah, it's about a 50 50. If they're not, then well, kind of hard. I would say, though, you, you do have that V attack too. So if they're struggling to, to you know, get set up and they don't get to use their Rosas, you can take out two of those Decidueyes before they ever evolve. Yeah, that's 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 I think why we gave it a two. Yeah, instead of, and, and a, I instead think, of a one. Yeah, and I think that discussion like that is very helpful because a lot of people get um that, that tunnel vision. Um, hey, this right. is the only way. So we we give out you know different matchup um uh, objectives. So in that matchup, it's like either Phoebe Powpad, like you said, or or try to boss up you know um those decidualize, but you know you could always use those other attacks that most people don't think of. Uh, so having discussions like this again very very awesome for for everybody oh yeah definitely been a highlight mm-hmm. i've also been really excited to make all the banners for it it's been, oh, yeah. you've, been <laughs> yeah, doing a, yeah. you've been doing a lot of good work there yeah it's been my it's, favorite it's... thing <laughs> and, and, so, and that's why it, it's I, I'll, I'll put it this way like you know for our listeners and everything like you know it's on discord it's handled just live. It's, you know, Ryan, like is the main, it leads the discussion, but is not, he, we're not saying he's the main expert for the discussion. He's in there and he's making sure that the experts are talking about it or like the group is get, getting a good discussion that evolves into something very important uh, and allows everyone to grow. And it's, uh, like I said, it's, I enjoy it so much. I think it's such a fun way of discussing the game and going over decks. Oh, for and sure. even and, with the post rotation and even with the, the 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 future looking of the game too oh we'll have discussions every week so i really really um highly suggest for anybody you know locally or even anybody just listen to the pod that's getting into the game or just wants to hang out with people talk pokemon and just have a good time mm-hmm. uh, on top of learning um, come please join our discord be part of this on wednesdays um and get some good discussions and just get, kind of hang out and get to know us uh, it's it's been a blast so far yep anybody is perfectly free to join in Mm -hmm. they don't have to discuss there's a lot of people that will sit in there and just listen they Mm -hmm. go in they mute their mic and they just listen and it helps them better their game even if they don't participate in there i understand people have social uh, difficulties Mm -hmm. and they don't want to talk and that's fine. yeah you you don't have to talk but uh, if you do uh, you know decide to get out of that comfort zone we're all super nice um and and respectful and we'll never make you feel uncomfortable, um, you know. And if, if somebody does, <laughs> I mean, it won't happen. But if somebody does, uh, the rest of the group would shame them over you. <laughs> shame. shame. <laughs> All right. So, no, I think you've been doing a great job. I can't wait to see, you know, in the future with uh, more of these round tables. But I do want to kind of jump into kind of a, almost a round table discussion just briefly. Um with you know the new set coming out we have evolving skies and we have that three week kind of tra- like period and we're going to have pog championships uh come up which is going to be team up through evolving skies um, what decks are you are we thinking that are going to be good in your opinion 
real quick, with, real quick, with, Jake, with uh, with with Ryan here. Can Ryan? Can you summarize what Pog decks? What does he mean by that for our newer uh, players? So these Pog decks are going to be decks that pertain from the team up the revolving skies meta. So we're going to see evolving. Right, we're seeing evolving skies in there. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we're yes. seeing evolving skies with this. So we're going to see a really weird shift mm-hmm. into these new things that are going to be coming in and being freaky deaky. Like there's going to oh, be yeah. some stuff in there that people aren't ready for. Like we're getting booster shake. Oh yeah. And then someone's going to bring booster shake and is going to knock someone. I think down control that... Loki is going to just take this um, because there's so many cards that are about to rotate on top of the cards that are just coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, that might be abusive. I don't see the combination, but I know just to talking to people on Twitter, there, there are a lot of people excited about uh, control in this, you know, three to four week period. <laughs> how do you, how do you feel about control going into it? I think, I, I think that if you find a really good, I think good control players are going to really enjoy booster shake and its mm-hmm. ability to manipulate the way that the game is played from the first turn mm-hmm. a lot of but i think the issue is a lot of decks are fighting for turn one right now mm-hmm. so if you flip your coin if you lose you're going second i don't see a lot of decks that are happy going just second. bring um uh charizard rusher ram <laughs> and you're, yeah. you're all good yeah. just bring a yeah. welder deck yeah you're just so, like i'll go second cool go second. everybody <laughs> wants to go first fire so requesa let's go dude yeah fire <laughs> you won't see fire welder requesa um after this you know that first month so maybe that is the call just to <laughs> outspeed your opponent when it's a little bit uh you know a little bit you know more shady but i mean we'll see I, i'm looking forward to it i don't know what i'm going to bring i definitely want to play in it um as much as i really want to bring shadow rider because um underworld door is is broken good and and probably too good uh but <laughs> I think there's just going to be so many things that have so much hate for it. So I'm really kind of on the fence what I want to bring. I feel like you're going to see a lot of Ice Rider. You're going to see a lot of Shadow yeah. Rider. And I feel like you're going to see some early... I can't really say early because people are playtesting Rayquaza on the YouTubes and Twitches. <laughs> Celio. So, yeah, so there's Celio, Omnipoke, yeah. those guys, um, Andrew Mahone. Those guys, are, those guys are definitely testing oh, uh, sure. the Rayquaza VMAX. And it's, I, I, I think you're going to see a lot of those builds pop up. And I don't think there's going to be a lot of success with it at the start because it's not a refined list, unlike mm-hmm. the Ice Rider, right. which is still not taking any hits, even with rotation, even though this will not be affected by rotation. This That deck's just going to see a lot of, I think that deck's going to see a lot of success. Um, Luke Metal, I think, is going to be in there and it's going to see a lot of success. Um, yeah. I think Dark Box. I I, I think oh, yeah, Loki Dark, Dark Box. Box might win it. I think that's in my eyes. I think Dark Box is going to win that. Unless Dark, someone brings Dark up Box the uh... is solid, but like it, we've seen where it can flop to at times. It's 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 another one that can go. It can get clunky at times if 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 a if a player makes basically a couple mistakes, early game mistakes. That's I mean, the way but you're I assuming it. we're playing in Pogs, so you're assuming right. the players bringing this deck aren't going to make those rookie mistakes. So uh, I think we'll Dark Box will be just fine. Oh yeah, definitely. I think that, and that, that's 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 where I think that control stuff's gonna gonna mm-hmm. really gonna really throw people off. Oh, you're playing Dark Box. Oh, I have a Galarian Weezing out turn one. 
Yeah. Your turn. Right. Go. Oh, for Have sure. Fun. It, exactly. Uh, with, with, I guess, what was it? Not Vigor Shake anymore. What was it called now again? Booster Shake. Booster Shake. Booster shake. Yeah. I'm just going to continually calling it a uh, Vigor Shake. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, I think it will be interesting. I can't wait to see what happens uh, in the Pog Championships. Jake's going to be vigorously shaking whatever's in front of him whenever he <laughs> sees that. Yeah. It's probably going to be the, yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's, let's get into some post-rotation um, talk. Uh, this is obviously after a pog. And I think a lot of people are excited for uh, rotation and just seeing new decks. Um, so I want to take this time to first and foremost, see what um, card or cards will each of us miss. Um, this is not a deck archetype. It's more just individual cards. And if you can give a reason why. So we'll let our guests start, Ryan. Yeah. Oh, reset stamp. <laughs> I'm going to miss my reset stamp and my Pokecom. Those are the two cards I think I'm going to miss the most. There's Chaotic Swell, Weakness Guard, Welder. Ah, I can live without those. Stadium Wars. Let's go, baby. But yeah, Stadium Wars <laughs> will be nice um, to actually have that and not have to worry um, about, you know, you bumping it but not putting it into effect. So, no, that's that's... Good points, Nick. Yeah, how about I'm, yourself? Yeah, you know, I'm I'm 100% in agreement with Poker Communication. I love that card. I think that's one of my favorite like trainer cards out there for versatility and in the type of decks that I play. So that one's gonna sting a little bit in my mind. Um, I, you know, just uh, I I don't know. I'm more of the I'm ready to move on. I've been mm. ready to move on since we started, Jake. <laughs> you know, I've always said that since day one, and that's the way I built my deck, my collection and stuff too. So, uh, but that's just that's just me because I'm crazy. Yeah. So, okay, the two cards I'm going to say, I will miss, but at the same time, I think they do need to go. Um, and one of them is reset stamp. I think reset stamp can be very abusive, especially if. Uh, uh, control is good. Uh, you can de definitely have some weird combinations there. Um, plus, reset stamp is a lie. I don't know how many times I've stamped my <laughs> opponent to one, and they get the exact card that I didn't want them to get. Oh, that's so, the professors. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's always what I needed. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know what's, you know what, you know what's the need. funniest? You know what's the funniest, right? You're sitting there, and you're looking in your hand, like I really want them to Marnie slash reset stamp me. Oh my god, they did it! Thank goodness. And then, yeah. like you know, like that's always the case, right? Like I always. It, those are those it, it, the 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 love hate relationship with that card. Marnie's a lie too. Marnie's a lie. But <laughs> it, it, she's not ready. But the the other one, um, and I definitely, it's I'm kind of mixed. I want to keep it, but I I want to see it go as Dedenne. Um, so abusive, just to have your quick ball search to hey my my hand sucks. Let's just get a quick ball and reset my hand. Um, and then professors and then crowbat on top of it. You could just go through your whole deck. Um, I know why it's going away, or well, obviously rotation, but uh, I I understand the game will be healthier for it, and it will be more of a thoughtful game, but the same token, um, it's always a comfort knowing you have that data change just a quick ball away, or pokey communication, or whatever the case may be, um, so torn, but I think data change needs to go anyway, so that would be my answer. I'm low key, kind of happy. Mew bench barrier Mew is going away because yeah, I'm a yeah, striker yeah, yeah. Shifu player. That's another card. I I think that that card will be missed going into this next meta. Lots of spread. Uh, so we'll especially we'll for fight. anyone that plays against me. Yep. <laughs> we'll just I'll just fight you with weakness because you don't got your Jirachi, bud. 
All That's right. fine. <laughs> so let's go. Let's go into the cards that uh, we can't wait to see leave. The ten AGX. Can't wait to see that thing go. Fair. It is hundred percent fair. Like I said, I, I. It's a comfort, and I love it, but I hate it at the same time. So I can't fault you for that. Um, but yeah, how about how about yourself, Nick? Welder. I am so happy Welder's going away. I not because it's fire. Like it, it, like I like I, I'm biased because I am more of a water Pokemon fan myself. I'll put it that way. But um I'm I think Welder was just too easy and too such and we've I've always said it, it's been basically the one of the top supporter cards out there. So um, you know, that energy acceleration and draw, like I like Melanie, but at least Melanie has the condition that that it has to be in the discard pile. Um, you know, and I do like Ice Rider because of that. Obviously, it was made for that, essentially. But, um, you know, I'm very happy Welder's going away because that card with, you know, a combination of Giant Hearth and all the fire techniques, Fire Crystal. Oh, oh, do I, did I hate that when you just see Fire Crystal Welder and then they just took off and did what else they wanted to do. That was yeah. even you. You didn't even get to the fiery flint that used to be there. Oh, yeah, I, didn't get, see, see, I missed. I missed playing uh, that oh, yeah. entirely. Fire was bad the last year. It was worse the year before that. Yeah, it was. <laughs> That's why I was very happy. I didn't even deal with that because I probably would have just. And yeah. Q- okay. in there. I, I'm. I'm gonna kind of cheat, and this is. It is a specific card, but I'm kind of upset you guys both didn't say this. ADP. Like, uh, I was gonna say anything ADP. that has the tag team in its name. Yeah, but... that's that was yeah, that I, was gonna be after Welder. It was all tag teams for me. Well, yeah, oh, well, yeah. So I think uh, in all general, tag teams for me. <laughs> okay, so I want to get into ADP first, but then we'll go into the tag teams in general. But ADP, I don't. I'm not a fan of prize manipulation as far mm-hmm. as like taking extra prizes. I don't care. You know, you you, you knock me out. You get your your whatever prizes for, and it, like you you have a thoughtful game plan to like play around what i'm doing but when you just have a guaranteed i get extra prizes the rest of the game i feel is super unhealthy and I, all tag teams i get I, I agree are unhealthy um with that you know for the time being they had the high hp and those broken attacks um but i think with the biggest part of the the, the tag teams that kind of and it's kind of seeping into the next set is is just the three prize mechanic i think is a failure um and i think most players uh, would, you know, echo that sentiment that we want to have those three prizes gone. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Have a have a longer, more thoughtful game. Obviously, we still have our VV maxes. They're a little bit slower to get going, so you're not having those big basics that you can just uh, hit Clobber going second, through. number one. Like you, you back in the day, Picarom can hit that full blitz turn turn one going second with you mm-hmm. know Tapu Koko and Thunder's Mountain and Thunder Thunder Mountain, and then even just having Boltent or or energy switches or anything. They always had that option. Um, so at least that kind of game plan, the game is going to slow down a little bit in that fashion. But I think it's a, a step forward. Hopefully. Hopefully, after the sword and shield block, we're we're done with three prizers. We'll see. But um, <laughs> I don't know what you what your guys' thoughts are there. Um, I think I, um just gonna touch on the ADP part first. I think the biggest issue we had with ADP being such a menace to a lot of people is the sheer reliance on two prize supporters. Yeah. So these supporters like the Dene, Crobat, Cricketune, Silvali GX, these are 
Pokemon that draw you cards. Mm-hmm. They do very specific things for your deck that you're very reliant on, and they become big targets for our, for ADP, especially since um, every one of them but Silvalli has minus uh, as 180 or less HP, which after Altered Creation, Ultimate Ray hits for 180, takes three prizes. Now they power position, not boss knock out the next one, game over. Mm-hmm. That's if we were not I, I have seen so many games where when I'm playing Rapid Strike Urshifu, I will just checkmate my opponent because I will full bench single prizers and they need three prizes. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you ain't winning now. Yeah. I'm a rapid flow next turn and you're gonna lose. And that's just I think that if ADP had to take four and two, it would be a better, it w- wouldn't be as oppressive. I think that's more like what we're seeing with ADP, considering the uh, Shadow Rider, only, they have to take out two Shadow Rider VMAXs. There's no liability cards in that deck mm-hmm. unless right. you overbench and you prize VMAXs. Yeah, yeah, I, right. I agree. But um, lost my train of thought. <laughs> no, it, I, I, with, I, I'm in the same boat with him on ADP and like the, the tag teams in general. There, um, you know, it's a different era of the game. It was a different setup. The, the it was it's annoying that we had to see it kind of carry over with the V's and the V maxes and the multi prizes, uh, unfortunately. But otherwise, it basically have been all Sword and Shield. Pretty much, a lot of Sword and Shield Pokemon would have been a wash until the GX Pokemon re- rotated out um, in the prize race and everything. Um, so you know, I get why they did. They continued with the multi prize multi prize Pokemon. Uh, but like you said, Jake, hopefully moving forward, that goes away. Uh, we get the longer well, game. Well, we're not going to. And the the reason being, uh, the new menace of the format is Rapid Strike or Shifu, especially without any bench barrier anymore. Oh, right. well, no, so well, it is still. I, no, and I'm just, I was, I was talking, sorry. I, I was talking more in general after Sword and Shield and stuff. So even yeah. looking further, further. But yeah, I agree. Yeah. Oh, oh, with no bench protection. No bench protection. Uh, I think we're still going to have the same basic problem that ADP had. Um, So, you you know, the the big weakness to Rayquaza uh, is Rapid Strike Urshifu, not because Rapid Strike Urshifu presents a threat to Rayquaza, the main attacker. It's those Flaffies. Um, So you're taking away, you know, prizes that way um, and slowing them down. So depending on how any baby prize are really. if they don't set up fast enough, you're taking out two of them before they get set up. Um, and uh, again, uh, it, it's just, I feel spread might be just a little too good right now. Um, yeah. Or p- uh, post rotation. Uh, and I, hey, Ryan, I see you making that face. Uh, play it. I mean, why not play the broken thing? I'm never going to oh, fault yeah. the player for playing the meta deck. No matter what game or, or what format you're in. I'm never going to say, hey, don't play the best deck. <laughs> don't um, play the BDIF. Don't, yeah, don't play the BDIF. Oh, how could you play the BDIF? Uh, there's always still going to be counters, but I think it just, it's not that it's an unbeatable deck. I think it, it's just that gatekeeper that uh, ADP was. Um, there's definitely decks that can beat it and probably will beat it more consistently than not, but you will probably only see four to five decks um, instead of 10 plus. Uh, because of that deck. Yeah, I actually did want to touch on this point with you guys. Is what did what did you guys think about? Uh, what you already answered to Jake. What what do you guys think about decks coming up 
with support Pokemon that are under 120 or at 120 or under HP that Urshifu can just bully. It's like, okay, I'm just going to take out your support. Now you can smack me, but I'm going to just share all the damage now and we're going to just start again. Yeah. So in general, like I said, yeah, I think it's, it's, it, it poses a threat because Urshifu is just too good to keep those decks, you know, relevant. Um, again, play test, we, we'll, we'll have to see. Um, but I'm, I'm pretty confident in saying you're not going to see a lot of one prizers have a lot of success, um, at least for the time being. Obviously, cards with bench barrier could come out in the next right. set or the next couple right. of sets. But as of now, without that bench protection, I think we're going to have that same issue where that deck is going to just kind of be a gatekeeper and say, yeah, you're not you're not playing the game right now. Right, right. And, and I, I think the, the most disappointing thing for me is the fact that it impacts baby prizers some more. Like, you know, it's like we were like so close, so close to being able to be like, aha, baby prize Pokemon, they'll be able to be a contentious deck format archetype in the game. And then, then you know, Rapid Striker Shifu is just like, no, 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 you've lost Mew. This game <laughs> is over. Um and so I think that's the that's the tough thing because it's like you're right basically stuck running like four basic rods all of a sudden and you know there there might be some workarounds rescue trolley rescue trolley yeah, exactly rescue yeah, stuff thing. like yeah so it's like you're gonna have to be running a lot of those in the deck and then that might make the you be a little too clunky in a weird way so it just again it, it's I think um, rapid strike Urshifu is the new gatekeeper uh, first and foremost post rotation. Uh, but you know, we we've already are getting hints at some cards that kind of like in the uh, the fusion styles release. We saw the 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 stage one that says, well, you know, no rapid strike abilities. Now that doesn't er- impact Urshifu directly, but it does hurt his support. Um, yeah. Yep. And, and so that's Talions. Yeah, it hurts the Intellions. and that that's kind of helpful. But like Urshifu is like, okay, so for one turn, I can't do anything get with my Intellions, but I will na- now smack you again next turn. So it's like it's like going to be those give and takes and stuff. Also, yeah, if you didn't sure. know, that shuts off Rayquaza Vmax. I know. I was very <laughs> happy about that. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> All right. So next question here: What deck um, are we most looking most? looking forward to playing now this doesn't have to be like a potential a tier deck is there any deck archetypes um you know coming out that you want to try or or a deck that might be more viable that you want to try that or you know that one spicy card might make it a little bit more fun and enjoyable grass i'm really excited for leafy on these uh, i think it's greening cells ability that allows it to accelerate a grass energy from the deck to one of your Pokemon and it ends your turn. So you can put down your Pokemon, attach, green cells, attach from deck, your turn ends, your next turn you can attach for three energy attacks, still doing good damage. So I think that the vast majority of grass decks are being uncontested by fire because Victini mm-hmm. VMAX is being oppressed by Ice Rider. Ice Rider. <laughs> Yeah. And so if you look at the if you look at the way that goes, you know, you, you grass is going to have a free reign until Victini comes back. I don't see any other fire deck coming back. Um, a Scorch is going to be completely dead without Welder and Volcanion. Yeah. Where's your acceleration coming at that point? Exactly. Um, one uh, one deck that I 
obviously I want to try Rayquaza. That's the that's the meta okay. deck that I want to try, um, regardless of how it is. I definitely want to try different versions of the deck. Um, now, talking more about different formats, maybe single prize formats. I definitely want to play more um, Cinderace, uh, the baby Cinderace with with the Raihan. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I I think it would be really fun, and I think it could be pretty uh, consistent. Um, again, depending on the format, we're not talking standard format. We're talking more like uh, a lot of the, we have those, the, the gym leaders gym or, leader the poppers, or just single prizes or, or decks like that. Uh, yeah, that deck does seem fun. It's already pretty consistent in a format like that. Um, mm-hmm. And I just, I just love the, the thoughtfulness of that deck. And I think with the addition of Raihan, um, might be pretty fun. I think with the addition of Raihan, your baby Leonzard actually gets a lot better. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Leon's art yeah. and, and and um Cinderace. Cinderace is good. I, I I tend to think Cinderace is a little more fun with the whole like oh yeah back the fun and forth part. and not yeah, yeah. The better part is that you can now charge up your Charizard in one turn with Raihan because oh, yeah. he lets you attach the energy. So now you don't have to decide between do I welder or do I Rosa? You right, can just right. oh I'm gonna have Raihan that Ryan, grow, grab my rare candy, candy my Zard on top, and then start battle sensing. And yeah. I, I think and that just I think the Leon Zard is going to get pretty good now. Well, yeah, well we have yeah. that problem that we just talked about, though. Yeah, and Rapid, Striker, Rapid Strike Urshifu does not one shot it with G Max Rapid Flow. No, but it one shots the Charizards, and that's that's the issue. That's where that's where the baby pricers struggle because basically if on average what you get what two to three down a, a round a turn essentially and those Urshifus could be if if you don't go first, it's a battle the game becomes down to almost a coin flip. Yep. And well it's not even a matter of the of the the stage twos getting set up. It's more of a matter they're probably getting hit before they're set up. Um, yep. And it doesn't matter if you're, you know, the, you're the basic or the stage one. You're you're dead at that point. Right. I can tell you, Urshifu does whiff. I mean, it yes, does Ursh- whiff. Yes. <laughs> but w- are you gonna plan on that whiffing? So on your meta call for the for a tournament? No, uh, I don't know. But... About that. <laughs> See, that's <laughs> no. right. Yeah, that's no, why. But I, I still th- I still think it's a viable deck. I think it's I I, th- I think personally I'd put Leon's art around the B tier. Like this this can this can <laughs> contend with every other deck. Mm-hmm. I'm just Around. gonna say, Loki. I've been on the Inteleon with that Leonzard for since it came out. Since, since he's been here Leonzard before the here. train even started. This this guy, this guy this was trip. sitting in the back of the truck with a kid with a tent. He yes. was hey, how do you, there. How, we've done a full episode on Leonzard. I mean, we love that deck. Oh yeah, no, I love it. Oh, and yeah. and I remember when we were recording that episode, or we were like. This might be a, a crazy tech that nobody's using. Um, we got that shady dealings, and then people right? were like, uh, "Some people were like, oh yeah, that's really cool.'" And some people like, "This is not really well, or not doing too well." Um, but every deck has it now, so yep, <laughs> that's right. Yep, profits. For me. That's what you guys are. Your profits. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nick. How about yourself? What any deck that you want to try? It doesn't have to necessarily be a tier meta or anything like that. Uh, I, I, okay, because of Vershifu. And the fact it's so reliant on rapid strike twin energy, uh, you know, the rapid strike energy, uh, Derulodon VMAX. Ooh, I love the fact that he's just like, yeah, if you have a special energy, I don't care. And yep. I like that kind of wall. I like it. I, I don't. And I, I'm, I want single strike to work. And <laughs> it's, I, I will try a little bit with that one. Um, you know, uh, it would but, go really good in that single strike deck. 
Pound doors. Oh, wait. <laughs> it doesn't work. A man gets it works for letters. one. It works for one of his energies. No, mind you. You, you can get one to it. Yeah. It's saying the rapid flow. Mm-hmm. Anyways. <laughs> I don't, wait, what are you talking about? The hound dooms? Yeah, when you're oh, against oh, the yeah, yeah, like, yeah, right. yeah, Oh, yeah. yes. Sorry. Yeah, you can yes. knock out the hound dooms. Yeah, yeah. No, yes. I was like, I was confused. Yes, yes. You can <laughs> yes. you can do that. But but it, like like you again, if you're facing rapid strike Shifu, all you do is once you have that built, now it has to like it changes the game, honestly, if you think about it, right? Like the whole match has been adjusted. Because yeah. if it if it has it has it has to start to go playing to manually attaching single uh energy and if all of its energy is gone and you might just play Cheryl in this thing and just shut it down and be like, okay, yeah, you can't knock out anything. And now it has to completely change this game. Because if you get through four of that energy, you know, four of those rapid strike energies, it's pretty much over for it at that point, too. Right. So, it's a gale thrust thing. Yeah. Okay, so okay, one, just one each, um, and we can't pick ADP because we've already gone on a tangent on ADP. Dang um, it. <laughs> what deck are you most, now this is a full deck archetype, what deck are you most looking forward to leaving because of rotation? Woo, all right, I'm good. I'm definitely going to have to say Munchlax Control. <laughs> <laughs> Munchlax Control, that's interesting. So, I mean, it is a hard or not necessarily a hard deck to play against it's a depending but it is a deck that can be frustrating but you don't see it very often so was, i'm interested to see why you say that uh i just i, I think control is really fun um shout out to dan and for loving his control decks uh, <laughs> so uh uh, he could come up with some nasty stuff, and I, I think that I think that the way that that's, that control deck is being played right now with the uh, versati- versatility of saying, okay, well, we're just going to crushing hammer all your energy away. Mm-hmm. Um, I play rapid check Urshifu, so I don't like it personally. <laughs> it's just they slap a mew down, and Bring if I knock back. it out, they just they. <laughs> they knock out the mute i knock out the mute they o-rod it back they put it back on the bench and i'm like come on <laughs> i knock out all the munchlaxes they still bring them back somehow and i'm like come on yeah and they're still munchlaxing and they're still throwing up the dolls they're still throwing up giant tanky pokemon that i can't kill they're sheriling them and i'm like come on <laughs> yep so it to me it's a slow grind and you slowly it's, die in time yeah. it, throughout the time. Each each turn that passes, you just slowly die. <laughs> even if I win, I'm still still die. I, I feel like I've lost. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, it's like, forever. Like, Can I just to... leave now? That was round one. Well, I just <laughs> round <leave. laughs> one. I just I just played a two hour long game. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna dip now. <laughs> well, that, that that's the thing, right? Like, I don't think Munchlack is is a deck that got to see really IRL play at all, right? Because it was just like it it wouldn't it can't sustain itself that long properly so no it, it does it's a grind it really it's, is a it's grind. a real grind yeah they're compared to like rototiller uh, right. excadrill or right. our tackle excadrill you're looking at stuff that can you know slowly build its way up but mm-hmm. adp being a thing kind of screwed uh kind of screwed one of those decks over the rototiller one yeah mm-hmm. but uh, munchlax control has been the most pre- been the more prevalent one recently and that's uh that's been the one that's a pain yeah yeah <laughs> yeah for me, I think it's going to be Luke Metal. Um, is it good for the game overall compared to a lot of the other um, decks? 
probably because it does promote more thoughtful thinking throughout the game um, at times, um, not always, because um, you always there is still a set path to win where you get your your Luke medal out, you get one Zashin out, and then you would get a Zamazenta. And most of the time, to, throughout the you know the meta, um, that deck, you know that's kind of your game plan. Um, but just it, it's kind of one of those things for me. I'm a more of aggressive player, and most of the time, I play more aggressive decks. And every time I run into it, it's one of those things. Where I was, Come on, I know what you're doing uh, before you do it most of the time, and just kind of get it over with. Is like more more of that long grind kind of a game. Um, it, yeah. So, it, is it a good deck? And yes, was it oppressive like a lot of the other decks, like Picaram, uh, ADP, um, and many others? Um, probably not, but play experience is a big thing and i did not have a good time playing against it win lose or draw because I, I mean i was <laughs> i was probably slightly um plus when i on that matchup but it was just a, a frustrating matchup to play i have to say it's mu3 i'm glad that's going mute mute boxes yeah i'm there's so I'm, many mute boxes out there so many mute boxes out there and like i think they're very creative and that's like one thing that's really neat about mu but it to me, it's like it was just like perfect in the fact that it was just like, ah, oh, here, I'll just kind of do whatever I want at times. Now, it wasn't like you you basically had to pick your energy and to go with it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, again, we saw the variations, the, the fire version of it, which was extremely fast. And then we have the current dark box version that's, you know, almost equally, if not faster. Lightning box. Um, <laughs> lightning box again with the, the, box. The, with the Picaram <laughs> version. You know, again, it, Mew 3 just was like, all right, well, what's right now is weak to this. Well, we'll just put Mew in it and oh, uh, I'm weak to it. Well, then I'll just play the other version of it to it, which is probably hitting for weakness now. You know, oh, it was like yeah. it, it kind of like did that whole, you could do that weird rotation to it. And I, I felt like it was just one of those ones that, you know, it was bad. It was. It, it, I'm glad it's going because then we might get to see some other creativity come out of the game because now we can focus on something else and that maybe they'll they'll do something similar like we saw with Ditto V. But I, I have a feeling they're going to stray away from it because it was. It could be. It can be dangerous to the game if it mm -hmm. if left unchecked. Mu V. Mu V and V. The Mu V. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's fusion, true. We do have Mu V fusion arts, fusion styles coming out. Yeah, so we have we have that one coming one, too. One other thing I want to add to the the Mu three um, to your point was there's a lot of uh, stage you know ones or twos um, of GXs and whatnot um, that had colorless energy that could just be thrown into any deck like Incineroar right. or something. So not only do you have to worry about um, especially early on in, in its life where there wasn't a lot that like just one shot it um right so you're you're trying to do that two shot game but if you literally hit it uh you just die right yep. <laughs> so you would have to hit it with something that doesn't cost much um and then they can uh, it, obviously at the time sometimes only uh, rapid strike intellion was out before that <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, well, but yeah, I, there's just one more thing that made that deck oppressive or the versions of that deck oppressive uh, throughout the years of its ex existence in the game. Right. And it, and it looks like I think the thing that even with the fusion style Mew that have at least it's benched and not not something that's in the discard pile, because that was the craziest part, because it could be like, oh, oh, yeah. I had this whole research hand and you just get rid of all the Pokemon that Mew 3 needs and it's in the discard pile and they can't you. You're like, well, 
it got all these fun attacks. I got to keep track of that now. Yeah. At least like moving forward, it's like it has to be benched. It has to be visible, which means Mew could get shut down for whatever reason, uh, you know, uh, on its own, on its from from other terms, too. So, you know, like there's that's I think that's like actual thinking a little bit uh, analyzing and revisiting, but improving upon the, the game mechanic. Yep, like that janky Charizard GX from Hidden Fates. Oh, Jeez. Uh, Four uh, Energy yeah. 300. Fa- family yeah. family yeah. Charizard or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah it, like, it, there were so crazy. many cards that they probably didn't really think through completely. So hopefully. Right. <laughs> uh, it, it, but I yeah, I think that's slipped the, under the rug. With yeah, that. Right, that was right. a perfect, uh, perfect answer, though. Just any of the, in the Mew 3 variants. All right. So I think that's it for as far as just like uh, our our talk on, you know, past and present. We have a couple chat questions or in our discord um if you guys want to get to those oh yeah all right so let's go to the first one here um and we'll start with our own whimsy watch here you dropped one uh why is blaziken slash zerora not doing well will it ever be a thing we'll let ryan answer first uh, first thing, first uh, hill that it has to climb is Mew. Bench barrier Mew is a thing. So the second hill that it has to climb is not. Uh, it's be, it's very conditional to get the Zeraora's attack off. You have to attack with the uh, the rapid strike Pokemon the prior turn. Mm-hmm. I was pretty hyped on this deck, and I thought it, I thought that its numbers were actually hitting pretty good, especially uh, I was play testing it against Ice Rider. It's able to hit that. It was able to hit that 350. It was able to hit 130 and then Telescopic Sight and um, Passimian was able to mm-hmm. hit 220 on the bench to a VMAX. And that was 132, 132, 220 is 350. So you only needed one of those two options on it. And I was like, that's that's really good. Right. That's crazy. Like That's that's obscene. I just think that the 100 damage to the active going into 220 on the bench still adds up nice numbers like we're seeing nice numbers add up here but the kicker is it needs a lot to set up you're looking at you need to have some type of draw engine that's aggressive like the dene and crobat to be able to get all the cards needed to make this make this work you also need a pretty good setup to start with you have Mm -hmm. to have blazikens um if and you don't want to commit more than one you yeah. only want to commit mm-hmm. one because Ice Rider's a thing, and it just, if you full bench right of the hiking, yeah, it's knocked out. It's 320 yeah. HP. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think another thing that um, kind of keeps this down compared to the Rapid Strike Urshifu is it also depends if you're, you know, your opponent plays into it too, because it does 100 damage to the active no matter what, and then that extra damage, depending on your buffers, um, to the bench. So, you know, depending on what your opponent is doing, if you see that that's their only like viable attack option, a lot of times you can move up, you know, the more damaged player that still has maybe more than 100 HP to the active. And then now that's forcing them to either boss you the next turn. Um, now that's taken away from their consistency. And you already said that their consistency is kind of low already. Yep. Um, so if you're having to play that boss uh, to do that kind of effect, so like Urshavu can just do, you know, his his damage equal to the bench and to the active. Um, so I think that's a huge thing. It, it just gives you a little less options than that other spread deck that we were just talking about. 
another thing that's big on it is the acceleration method that it has for its energy is having right. energy in the discard. Mm-hmm. And it, it's nice. It says you you can grab any energy. I was hyped on that. I'm like, bro, right. I can bring back two rapid strike energies. That's busted. That's four energy acceleration on an attack. That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. But when you look at it, in pre- when you take it into practicality, mm-hmm. you're not discarding two rapid strike energies. You're attaching one of them, and mm-hmm. you have three more in your deck. Pray mm-hmm. that they're not prized. And you're just like, okay, well, if one's prized, I have to put the other two in the discard. And you know, that's the only. I think that the only way to do that feasibly would be using uh, something like Battle Compressor. And well, th- that would be, to my, my opinion, the only way that this deck could function viably is if you put if you get some way to put what you want in the discard since this wants to use the discard to accelerate and from that point you have more control over those variables that your deck has so there is now i mean moving forward there is it's called dynamotor uh from uh flaffy so you could go a route like that which is, is, is correct. I think I think your assessment is 100% correct there, Ryan and, and Jake, in terms of what, what's making it clunky and unsuccessful. Uh, if you can if you can find a variation that you completely remove Blaziken out of it, so then you're removing a three prize sweet target out of it. You can use Flaffy's maybe to accelerate discarded electrical energy and just go with some basics. Uh, and you could still use Rapid Strike energy in there to get for the uh, uh, sudden attach but i think it needs another i think zeror just needs another rapid strike pokemon to attack for him and then once you have two zeror's going back and forth you can start swinging in and doing more so that's the ideal situation but you know again it, it's one of those it, it's right now it's clunky but maybe moving maybe you might see some success moving forward i don't know I think yeah, that we're probably going to see. Uh, I, I think I think the partner that it needs is a Pokemon that doesn't need to one shot something, but right. can set them up to. Oh, I'm just going to leave you at under 100 HP so that I can either snipe you next turn on the bench, or if you decide to stay up, I'm just going to snipe whatever else is on the bench, soften it up, and be able to hit it. And I think that partner, which is already running Flaffies, already wants to discard a lot of stuff, is just going to be Rayquaza. Yeah. So yeah. I think this is a one, um, uh, at maximum, a two of, but I think you're primarily going to run a one of of this in the Rayquaza in the Rayquaza deck, so that you can get uh, lots of good turns with this card. Yeah, so that's you know, definitely uh, an alley to uh, deck test uh, for that kind of archetype. But I think yeah, Blaziken Zera Aura. As much as it looked good on paper as partners, I don't think they're just kind of the Pokemon for each other overall. Right. I mean, I I would say keep Blaziken in your back pocket as something maybe down the line. We'll see. Oh, yeah. Because its ability is, its attack ability is really good. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just don't think these are the Pokemon for it. If Ice Rider wasn't a thing. Right, um, right. Yeah. Then, uh, <laughs> Ice then, Rider, it's also if they kill Ice Rider and take it out of the game for whatever reason. Uh, 
Yeah, Blaze. I was I, I was always on the train of you know why not just do a Blazik and Cheryl deck, or you just Cheryl Cheryl off your damage blade and then use Blaziken to attack for one thirty. <laughs> put it all, put your energy back, and then oh they're gonna hit me again. Okay, we're just gonna share all the damage off. We're gonna go go again, uh, yeah. go again, uh, Palpat, uh, go again. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. So we do have another um, from yours truly, uh, or not yours truly, but our guests truly are for gaming. Why is Rapid Strike Urshifu with Chinchino the best way to play Rapid Strike Urshifu? I feel like you really wanted to talk about this. Great. Yes, this is a trick question. Uh, Rapid Strike Urshifu Chinchino is not the best way to play it. It is the most fun way, in my opinion, to play it because that's just the way I like to play it. It's very uh, Zoropod-like, and I feel like if I played during that that era, I would be playing. I would be playing Zoropod. Uh, yeah, I, I like sure. the I like that moving. Like like we said with the Cinderace, it's very fun mm-hmm. to move your Pokemon around. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I have fun Gale thrusting people and making them go, "I hate you," <laughs> <laughs> especially when I share all their damage off. Right. You go into a tournament and they, you have ice riders that just max lance you twice in a row, and you're like, ah, yes, a Cheryl it- opportunity. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> you think you're going to kill me? <laughs> so I, I just enjoy the Chinchino. I, I enjoy Chinchino engine. I've always enjoyed Chinchino. I've really wanted to put him in a deck, but he wasn't good. So now he's good in a deck, and I'm hyped on it. And well, I'm not the, the other options the are about to get rotated. So actually, no, the other oh, no, options I mean, are really no, good. No, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, you're right. The Inteleons are still there. I meant more, no. more of the Jirachi early builds that you saw. Right, out there. right. Yeah, that, right. That Stellar is, Wish is going. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's exactly. There's at least two other options that this deck has one of them is more way better than the other one right. so i believe the better way to play rapid strike urshifu is definitely with the inteleons but there is another way and it's darker shifu where you run dark energy moltres v and then you mm-hmm. run some energy switches and this allows you to get gmax rapid flow into gmax rapid flow right yeah. if you're running telescopic site past simian you can just knock out two v maxes in two turns you just right. say, oh, do you want to do 180, 180? <laughs> Next turn, 180, 180. Oh, gee, thanks. That was 360 damage. Good yeah. game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's crazy how the meta is looking where this Rapid Striker is just going to run havoc, I think. Yeah, so that's yeah. all right. So, I so did we actually... did, we, we got one last one uh, here. Another question is two. coming. We have two. <laughs> two, two last yeah. ones. Oh, okay. You go um, for the next one. So with Zorda GX coming in, uh, asking, is the Sinchino, since we're talking about it, a legit draw engine post-rotation, or does losing baby Mewtwo and Jirachi uh, and Mew and others make it bad? So what's your I thoughts on this? I will say Altaria coming out in Evolving Skies is your replacement for baby Mewtwo, because Altaria lets you grab a supporter from your deck once per turn, put it on the top and then shuffle your deck, put that one on top. So right. you can draw it with Chinchino. You can pal pad your supporters back in, then Altaria, you know, do your sequencing right. correct and get your, get your guaranteed supporter that you want every single turn. The uh, Chinchino, I feel like is still going to be a legit draw engine. Um, just Jirachi, I don't think is going to be an issue. The baby Mewtwo, like I said, just gets replaced by Altaria. Well, baby Jirachi um, gets replaced by baby Mew coming. Another another Mew coming out with its mm-hmm. similar ability, and it doesn't Mew. fall asleep. Yeah, yeah. I might even just cu- I might even just cut that slot and throw in. Well, I think I might have to cut that slot just to throw in the Altaria line. 
right yeah i i think i think the 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 mewtwo loss is hurtful but not detrimental i think there's a lot of other current ways uh i think uh, but i think what to ryan's point here uh is you, what you're saying is hey we're going to we're, we have substitutions already on the way and they'll fit in very well uh with that chichino line so it should work out even moving forward i agree i think chichino line is always something viable to consider um you know if they come out with a hard stop with to rapid strike for whatever Chichino won't be Im- impacted because it's not rapid strike or single strike or fusion. So uh, right. there's, yeah. That, so that's just some, some of the stuff to pay attention to. Um, and plus man, just a, you can run a three, three line with four level balls and you're good. Like that, that's, yeah, those that's are easy it. cards. That's yeah. Need. Yeah. That's all you need. Um, and you know, maybe a couple scoop up next naps if you're trying to use it like something else, like an Altaria line or the, um, um, you know, if with the, the other Mew too. So, uh, you know, we'll just, we'll, it, time will tell for that one, but I don't see it just going away. It's just, it's currently taking a backseat to the Inteleon line because Inteleon line is so versatile with the drizzles and then the damage dealing snipe uh, Inteleon or, and, or I think pretty much everyone throws in at least one shady billings too in there. But yeah. Four, three, two, one baby. Yeah. 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 You, you, that, that, that emergency get out of jail free card has saved me so many times. The way I, here. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, you know, those are Jake. You said we got one more question here. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we got one from Megumi. Uh, ah. uh, thoughts on <laughs> items from evolving skies any of them in particular that stand out as a staple going forward oh jeez Gumi, here you go <laughs> um i think Making i me think <laughs> i mean we've mentioned rescue trolley um for baby prizers i think that one's the first one that popped into my head now i, I don't know jake what are your thoughts um, I had it in my head, and I'm trying to. Uh, so, was it the the uh, elemental badge, especially for those um, the those EVs. Flareons? It, well, for Vaporeons and, and Flareons, being able to. Well, I guess yeah. It it, it reduces their attack cost down to one. How awesome is that going to be in all decks? Probably not so much. Um, it, obviously, it's just to those EVs. Um, but the real uh, the real one is the popsicle, right? Uh, I think everybody needs to play that. Uh, the meme sickle. <laughs> no, no, but all serious, uh, there, there are a couple, you know, that will be kind of interesting, uh, but I don't know if there's any specific ones that just stand out as a staple in most decks like we have with most of the cards that we already are playing currently. I think I think I think we've already get we've already given this card its time. Uh, is it's a limelight in this episode here? Uh, Booster Shake. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like Booster Shake's good. It's it, it's I got think a it lot is. of potential. I was think it, it is. I, was it all I, trainer cards again? No, just yeah. items. Just, just items. items. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So another mm. one I do want to actually shout out now um, is Toy Catcher. Um, oh yeah. yeah. So will it be a staple in every deck? Maybe not, but it's definitely one of those cards to try out to see if it's if it's worth its weight. Yeah, I think I, I think there's going to be some item cards that we're never going to see play unless somebody gets some really funky uh, way of making this making this work. Stuff like Dream Ball. If you take it from mm-hmm. your prize, um, you can search your deck for a Pokemon, put it under your bench. Now that does kind of stage twos. Uh, 
you know what you do have the peony peonia com- combination you can do with that so if it's not in the your you know your your pile in your um, prize pool you can use that and put it in there and guarantee you find it there is there are ways to guarantee it yeah, oddly enough but are think, you, why would you do that because you'll be too slow exactly I mean, it's it's interesting and that combo might you know work every so often but is it a fit for every deck no no um, I, I don't think so either so i mean there's interesting combinations for sure but we'll mm-hmm. we'll see we got full face shield um the pokemon that this is attached to uh, discard um, two tools this, or two, two no this is the pokemon enemy. takes 20 less damage from your opponent's attacks right um and i believe that yeah it can only be attached to pokemon without abilities mm-hmm. so no zamazenta sorry guys yeah <laughs> <laughs> no metal goggles 2.0 yeah it's uh, not metal exactly. goggles yeah, exactly um ah, rescue yeah, trolley they, we've given yeah. a little bit of talk to Um, again uh good for those single prizes i think mm -hmm. so we've got another set of gloves the gloves are cool i i I, i'm not a big fan of the gloves any of the gloves helping you in specific typing bare bare knuckles bare knuckles over here from that's right bare knuckle bare knuckle (laughs) boxy yeah (laughs) yeah. (laughs) but Um, yeah danger (laughs) jake's over there I don't know. I mean, Jake was again. Was there anything that you you thought of that might that stands out or? Um, no, I mean, like I said, the toy catcher. I think, and mm-hmm. it, I think that's interesting and has a chance to maybe be a staple. But beyond that, as far as staple in every deck, probably nothing uh, that stands to to you know the front, forefront of my mind. Right. You know, we got a golden toy catcher. We got a golden <laughs> a golden booster shake. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. I know I'm going to be playing yeah. these in gold on PTCGO. It's like not even a question, is it? Yeah, we got we got the golden ones. They look nice. I'll have my bling up. Oh, my. All right. Well, Ryan and Jake, I think that's going to do it for us here today. Uh, thank you, Ryan, for coming on again. Uh, always, always good to have you on, being able to talk Pokemon with you. And, you know, do you have any shout outs you want to give out, uh, you know, for jumping Plugs. on again with us? I'd say go follow my Twitter at uh, RY for gaming. Um, make sure make sure to come on to our Pokemon roundtable discussions on Wednesdays at five o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time at the roundtable discussion chat in the Pittsburgh Pokemon podcast discord. We welcome everybody and anybody into those discussions, and we're super happy to have anyone in there. And that, and, and if it. you missed any of them, real quick, is you actually can find them archived too. So we do we do take the channel out for that episode and move it into an archive section. But you can always bounce to it, or if you have any questions, just reach out to any of us. Uh, uh, you know, I'm uh, at Duke of Hobbies on Twitter. We got Jake at Panux One. And then we are also at Pit Pokey Pod. Uh, so if you have any questions, hit us up. We'll, we always are looking to chat up about Pokemon with everyone. Yeah, I think that's going to do it. All right, see you. Peace. Later.